Hello, and welcome to the Dr. Jocker's Functional Nutrition Podcast, the show designed to give you science-based solutions to improve your health and life. I'm Dr. David Jockers, doctor of natural medicine, chiropractor, and functional nutrition practitioner, and I'm the host of this podcast. I'm here to tell you that your body was created to heal itself, and on this show, we focus on strategies you can apply today to heal and function at your best. I'm excited about today's podcast, but before we jump in, I wanted to remind you to download this month's special gift at drjockersgift.com. From keto meal plans, smoothie recipes, to fasting quick start guides, we have a new complimentary gift every single month. To get your gift, simply visit drjockersgift.com. That's D-R-J-O-C-K-E-R-S-G-I-F-T.com. Thanks for spending time with me, and let's go into the show. I'm excited to announce that we just launched my new book, The Fasting Transformation, a functional guide to burn fat, heal your body, and transform your life with intermittent and extended fasting. If you've been listening to this podcast for any period of time, you know that I'm a huge advocate of fasting. And in this book, I take you on a journey to help you understand how fasting helps balance your blood sugar and improve your insulin sensitivity, how it shuts down inflammation in the body, how it optimizes your hormones, turns on fat burning, and activates stem cells for deep cellular healing. Guys, I go through how fasting, I go through all the best science and research on intermittent and extended fasting and how to utilize it to help prevent or even heal from cancer, autoimmune conditions, digestive disorders, and neurodegenerative conditions like Alzheimer's and Parkinson's. Guys, the book goes over all the various research and practical applications for daily intermittent fasting, partial fasting, and extended fasting. This book is designed to help inspire and empower you to embrace a fasting lifestyle while also enjoying tasty and healthy foods at the right time to improve your metabolic flexibility and energy efficiency so you can burn fat for fuel and have all day energy. You are gonna love this book, so check it out. You can get it on amazon.com. We also have a website, drjockers.net forward slash fasting transformation. That's drjockers.net forward slash fasting transformation. You can learn more about it. And of course, you can pick the book up on Amazon. You're going to love it. Thanks so much, guys. So this podcast is an audio recording of one of my most popular YouTube videos on how intermittent fasting improves heart health. We know that heart disease is the number one killer in modern industrialized countries. Millions of people are dying every single year from heart disease, but there are simple things we can do with our nutrition that will reduce inflammation, improve circulation, and overall heart health. And intermittent fasting is probably the most important thing. And so I go through exactly how intermittent fasting helps stabilize blood pressure, helps improve your cholesterol balance, improve insulin sensitivity, stimulates autophagy so your body can literally heal itself from the inside. And you're going to learn so much in this podcast. I know you'll get tremendous value out of it. And if you haven't subscribed to our channel, please do that. That way you get notified whenever I put up a new podcast. 
And also please leave a five-star review. Your reviews, when you put up a review on Apple iTunes, that actually helps us reach more people and impact more lives. So thank you so much for doing that. Let's go into the podcast. Hey guys, Dr. Jockers here. And today we're talking about eight ways intermittent fasting improves your heart health. And so we know that cardiovascular disease is really the number one killer in westernized countries, right right there with cancer. Um, and when we look at really the root cause of heart disease, we know it's inflammation. In fact, inflammation is at the root of practically all known chronic health conditions. So when we think about dementia, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, these are all diseases characterized by chronic inflammation. Cardiovascular disease, so heart disease, whether it's atherosclerosis, arteriosclerosis, blood pressure issues, these things are all related to chronic inflammation that's affecting the arterial beds. And you can see in this chart just how, how much inflammation affects every system of our body. So really the key to being healthy in the 21st century is controlling the inflammatory response. And so we know one thing that really drives inflammation is the hormone insulin. And insulin's job is to come out when our blood sugar is high, it comes out to take the sugar out of the cell, or I'm sorry, out of the bloodstream and bring it into the cells. So it's like a key opening a locked door on the cell to allow sugar glucose to move into the cell. Um, and it's extremely important for that. The problem is when we have chronically elevated insulin, so we should only have insulin at a high level for short periods of time when we're consuming a meal. When we're consuming many meals, multiple meals throughout the day, and we're consuming a lot of sugar and starch in our meals, we're going to end up with higher levels of, in, of insulin. And insulin is a pro-inflammatory hormone. So it signals the upregulation of inflammatory gene pathways. Why does it do that? Well, if we look at the history of mankind, we know that chronic infections have killed more people in the history of mankind than anything else. And inflammation is the body's way of adapting to infections and preventing infections from killing us. When we would eat food, or really still when we eat food, we take in bacteria and other pathogens. So eating food itself promotes an inflammatory process. And part of the way it does that is by increasing insulin. And when insulin increases, the body knows, okay, food is coming in. That means pathogens are coming in. That means we need to be careful because we may have a very infectious pathogen that could kill us. So we'll upregulate inflammation. And that's what ends up happening. And our body goes into a little bit more of a survival mode. So we get higher amounts of insulin when we're consistently eating meals throughout the day, particularly meals that are higher in sugar and starch. And that is going to cause a downregulation or liver detoxification pathways, uh, increase in blood pressure. So, you know, insulin alone, I should say, is not a bad thing. Okay, just so everybody knows, it's the chronically elevated insulin that's a problem. That's because we're eating so often. Our ancestors would only eat once or twice a day, maybe, right? And sometimes they would go days without eating. And so they kept insulin under control and their body was very insulin sensitive. But when insulin is elevated, we end up getting all these kind of changes, changes in our hormones. We get aromatization for men where they have higher amounts of testosterone. We get androidization with women where they have higher amounts of testosterone, a condition called PCOS, polycystic ovarian syndrome associated with insulin resistance, more oxidative stress along the, uh, in the heart tissue and along the arterial beds. 
which can lay the, the, the groundwork for developing um, plaque and arteriosclerosis and high blood pressure. So a lot of major issues there. Now, how fasting improves heart health? Fasting works directly on insulin. When we fast, we lower insulin. By lowering insulin, we're going to decrease inflammation, oxidative stress. We're going to enhance our sensitivity to insulin when we do eat food. We're also going to improve our mitochondrial health, and I'll talk more about that. Of course, when insulin goes down, insulin is a fat storage hormone, so it tells our body to store fat. When insulin drops, we start burning fat for fuel. So we start burning up that extra fat, which only improves our insulin sensitivity. We also repair dysfunctional cells, a process called autophagy, which is extremely important for cardiovascular health. This improves blood pressure. When we have high insulin, high insulin causes some changes, particularly in our kidneys and our, our blood vessels, that will drive up uh, blood pressure. It also causes sodium retention, which means we're going to have more water because what follows sodium? Water. And so when we have high insulin, it, hold, it tells us to hold on to, it, to sodium. And so we end up with higher blood pressure. And when we fast, we actually need more sodium because we, our insulin drops and we, we excrete more sodium. So we actually need more. And then fasting also helps to strengthen blood vessels. And that's because our body gets more resilient. So we get stronger, healthier cells with healthier mitochondria. They're less susceptible to stress and they're more resilient to a stress. And that's really what we're trying to accomplish here. And so one of the key mechanisms for how the body heals, can actually heal uh, arteriosclerosis and heal heart disease is through this process of autophagy. When we fast, we activate autophagy, which is driven by these lysosomes, which go in and metabolize older damaged cellular components like damaged mitochondria, damaged um, Golgi apparatus and endoplasmic reticulum and all the different components of the cell. We go in and we, we, we get rid of those. We recycle the raw materials and we create new healthier mitochondria, new healthier cellular organelles. And through that process, we can actually build much healthier cells and reverse the aging process and reverse the disease process. In fact, this interesting study here came out of the Journal of American Heart Association. This is uh, February 2019, so very recent, and it actually talks about how intermittent fasting reverses an advanced form of cardiomyopathy. And this is a rat study. But what they actually showed was this autophagy lysosome machinery um, and how basically intermittent fasting upregulated this autophagy ly lysosome machinery, this ability to break down older cells and older cellular organelles. And it stimulated what's called the autophagic flux to precondition the heart. And that re reduced ischemia reperfusion, which is basically like low oxygen level injury and cell death. So a lot of these cells were dying due to poor oxygenation and the autophagy process was able to reverse that. So really powerful stuff right there. Showed it in rats. Um, you know, there's some translation there that that could be happening with, um, with humans as well. And I believe so. I believe that, you know, they do the human studies. They'll see a lot of changes. We've already seen some studies showing improvements in blood pressure, in LDL, HDL, and triglyceride levels. So when you fast, your triglycerides go down your HDL goes up, your LDL goes 
down typically or stays the same. And so you get the optimal ratio there with your triglyceride, HDL, and LDL. Hey guys, I just wanted to interrupt this podcast to tell you about one of my favorite food products. I mean, if you're out there and you're looking for healthy snack options or, you know, really healthy food, sometimes it can be hard to find a gut-friendly, gluten-free snack option. And that's why you need to know about Paleo Valley. They're 100% grass-fed beef and 100% pasture-raised turkey meat sticks are not only loaded with delicious flavor, but they are completely free of carbs and sugar. Such a great bioavailable protein snack to grab on the go. I oftentimes will eat them with meals too. Like if I eat a meal and I'm still a little bit hungry, feel like I need a little bit more protein and healthy fats, I go ahead and have them. You know, they're gluten-free, they're soy-free, they're dairy-free, GMO-free, preservative-free. I mean, what's not to love about that? On top of that, they actually also have probiotics in them as well. So you're getting the protein, healthy fats, and you're getting probiotics, lots of key minerals and nutrients in there, and they taste amazing. And now you can use my coupon code, JOCKERS, just my last name, J-O-C-K-E-R-S, to get 15% off your order today. Simply go to their website, paleovalley.com, and enter JOCKERS at checkout, and you'll receive 15% off your entire purchase. The link and discount code are also available in the show notes of today's episode. Once you try these meat sticks, you won't be able to get enough. My kids and I absolutely love them, and I know your family will too. So try them out today. And then fasting also helps improve ketone production, and it stimulates what we call mitophagy and mitochondrial biogenesis, where we produce newer healthier mitochondria. And the mitochondria produce the cell. They produce all the cellular energy within every cell. So the more healthy mitochondria we have in a cell, the, the, the more energetic the cell is, the more stress resilient it is, the more it's able to handle stress, respond, and adapt to it. So we get more of these mitochondria when we're doing intermittent fasting. Um, intermittent fasting also helps to reduce oxidative stress and plaque formation in our arteries. It improves the vascular tone, so the ability, the elasticity of the collagen tissue on the inner lining of the blood vessel becomes better, becomes stronger, it becomes more flexible, uh, more elastic, so very important there. Um, and that's going to help with blood pressure, helping stabilize blood pressure, and of course, reducing Athero and arteriosclerosis, where we have arterio is hardening of the arteries. Athero is when we have plaque buildup, right, um, on, on the arteries. And both of those are obviously big time problems. And intermittent fasting really helps with that. Now, how do we practice this? I always tell people start small. You know, if you've never fasted before, master a simple fast, 12 hours overnight, then move it into a brunch fast, drink water in the morning. Then you can proceed to a crescendo fast, which is 16-hour fast, two days per week. So this could be like from finishing dinner at 8 p.m. and not eating again until 12 p.m. the following day. Okay, and you do that twice a week, non-consecutive days for the crescendo fast. Then you move into the cycle fast, where you're doing that 16-hour three times a week. Then you can extend it up to what we call a strong fast, right, where we're doing more of a 16- to 18-hour window. Um, and you're eating your meals in like a six hour eating window, like this example, 10 a.m. 
the person's fasting, they're waiting until uh, one o'clock here, and then they're eating their food, and they're eating between 12 p.m. and 6 p.m. That'll be an example of the strong fast. So whether you're only eating in an eight-hour window each day or a six-hour eating window each day, that's a strong fast. And doing that on you know basically just about every day. Okay, then you can move it into what we call OMAD or one meal a day, where you're just having one large meal in one hour time frame every single day. And uh, you know, obviously, we want to make sure we're eating nutrient dense foods during that period of time, but that can have a profound effect on reducing overall inflammation. And you know, if I had heart disease, this would definitely be uh, a practice that I would do. It would be tightening up that eating window going into one to maybe two meals a day, depending on my weight. If I needed to lose weight, I would only do one meal a day. And I would just have a really good healthy meal in a one hour time frame, um, and eat till I was satiated. And that's all I would do. If I didn't need to lose weight, I would probably try doing kind of like what I do now where I do two um, meals a day in a six hour eating window. So I usually eat my meals between 1 p.m. and 7 p.m. Uh, and I do that five days a week and then two days a week, I do a, a, just one meal a day. Okay. So I do a, what's, what's called a five, two fast, five days of eating. So I eat two meals, two fasting days where I only eat one meal. And that seems to work really well for me. Um, for some people though, just doing one 24 hour fast per week can be really powerful. And then for others, especially if you really need to lose weight, doing alternate day fasting where you alternate between eating one meal and eating two meals, right? So maybe Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you're only eating one meal. Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, you're eating two meals, for example. That could be some sort of an example of alternate day fasting. So all those strategies will really work, really help uh, your body to help heal your cardiovascular system, help prevent um, hardening of the arteries, help, help improve your blood pressure, help improve your cholesterol, your triglyceride levels, um, your insulin, fasting blood sugar, and really just get a, a powerful anti-aging effect. So um, start practicing that. I know you'll see great results. Would love to hear your questions, your comments. Hopefully you guys got a lot out of this training and everybody be blessed. Well, that's all for this show. And I want to thank you again for spending your valuable time with me today. And if there was something you heard in this interview that you have questions on or you want to dive into deeper, then drjockers.com is the best place to go. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider taking just a quick moment and giving us a great review. Your reviews help us influence more people and transform more lives. And if you took something valuable away from this episode, then please share it with someone in your life you know it can help. We'll see you soon on a future podcast. Be blessed, everybody.